I need you guys to hear me, understand me, and join me in saying welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. I am your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And I know you wonder, you know, where, what's that signature charisma? Where's that, you know, that classic energy? Don't get me wrong, the charisma energy is still here, but this topic, something that I, I hate doing. Um, you know, I'm one who loves controversy. We could giggle, ha ha, make some jokes, uh, debate a little bit, uh, but ultimately just come to resolution and, and keep moving on to the next topic. This one, unfortunately, is a recurring topic since 2020. And uh, I mean, it's been happening for decades, but it's really become a huge uh, talking point in our society. And driving while black, you know, black people getting killed uh, during traffic stops by police. Um, it's asinine. And this is the story of Tyree Nicholson. You know, a young 28-year-old husband, father, hardworking, uh, full-time uh, FedEx worker, um, driving home. And he didn't realize that was going to be his last day, January 7th, that he'd take his last breath. Um now it's a horror story, you know the, the the what the police did to this young man, astronomically disgusting, terrible. Uh, they deserve uh first degree murder. I don't know why a second degree. They all should be locked up, throw away the key. Uh, they don't get another free time outside of jail. Um, and this is a topic I hate doing. I'm sick and tired of sick and tired of being sick and tired of having to talk about stuff like this. And I think it's important. That although I am sick and tired of doing this, that we do talk about it because at the end of the day, I look at myself and Tyree. You know, I'm a black man. Yeah, I, I might be mixed race, but I, I'm a black man. And most of my family, black men. Most of my friends, black men. I know a lot of black men. And I have a mixed, diverse group of friends and stuff, but this is important and, and the subject because this is a reality that, that we face. You know, driving, walking down the street, getting stopped by the police. It could turn deadly in an instant. And then this is situation. It wasn't like he was fighting. He wasn't attacking them. He was just trying to go home. And look what happened. This is a reality, a sad situation. Over-policing of black communities, Hispanic communities, minority communities. Uh, the violence that police have been uh, showing. Even with cameras rolling, it is disgusting. Um, and it, it's time that we, we say stop. Enough is enough. I'm tired of having to worry about when I'm going on my way home. Is this going to be the last day I, I get to see uh, my loved ones? Is this the last time I'm going to take a breath? You know, hearing these stories, these tragedies is awful. And it's, it's, it's time, Congress, you know, our, our politicians step in. Take control because this is absolutely deplorable and the, the actions, these consequences or lack of thereof uh, for these officers committing such heinous crimes. It's, it's disgusting. And I think, you know, in, in this episode, you know, I had an episode planned already that I was really looking forward to having, um, you know, great guests. But I'm going to have to postpone them because I need this one to come out first. And I hope you guys learn something from it. Um we're not going to get too much about into the whole story and everything. Cause we already kind of talked about it uh, on Dimitri's platform. And I'm sure you've heard about the story, but this for me was a new development. You know, for me, I've been following the story. I've been reading 
articles, uh, watching um, videos and, and keeping up to date on this. And we just got into a real, just honest discussion on this matter. And it's not just about the murder of Tyree Nichols. It's just about policing, uh, the, the lack of uh, policies, all that good stuff. And like I said, I, I like good controversy, but this is it's a heartbreaking one. This is a, a breath stealing one and not in a good way. So I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys uh, enjoy this. And if even if you don't like this episode, even if you want to turn it off, it, just take this message with me. Record everything. If you get stopped by the police, any police interaction, record. It may not, it may not stop them from doing anything, but you know what? Your voice will be heard. And I think that's the most important message I can give you. Like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. And it's not just a catchy slogan, although I love it. Um, it is really a term for us to help each other in times like this when we need to be uplifting and supportive of one another. Uh, but let's get into this episode. I know I've been flapping my gums a little too long. I know, yeah, I missed the, the charisma. It's still here, but I want to be a little serious on this uh, because this is something that I, I'm still uh, processing myself. But without further ado, welcome to the episode. Thank you for coming. And let's get into the episode in three, two, one. So, yeah, you know, we spoke at length about this. And um, like I said, you know, there's been some recent new developments uh, with the story, especially regarding these police officers. So let me let me say this. Um, what they did was heinous and they thought they was going to get away with it. And we spoke about, you know, we live in a society now where everybody cameras got cameras. So surprisingly, the reason why these officers were caught wasn't so much their body cam footage. That was the secondary piece of equipment or footage that uh, prosecutors found to prosecute these guys. But it was actually through the, their own police uh, resources. Um, it was the the spy cam that they used. So I don't know if you ever noticed, but like when you go into the cities um, or any urban areas, you see those um, the New York Police Department uh, cameras that be like on a on a on a um, light pole and they have like cameras, mm -hmm. two cameras. Mm -hmm. So they actually beat Tyree Nichols right under it. So they was able to get a clear picture and video of what was happening. And mm -hmm. the only reason why they did that was because when the police uh, after the initial uh, incident, they all lied on the police reports. They said he he tried to grab the gun. He tried to reach for the baton. He started swinging on the officers um, and they had to use uh, force to restrain him. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you see the footage and it clearly contradicts them. So basically they all lied and medical intention uh, took about 30 to 45 minutes. So they delayed medical uh, medical attention. And then when the medical uh, personnel came, he didn't even get attention right away. It was another like 10, 15 minutes. So mm -hmm. this dude was wow. leaking on the floor, screaming, bloodied up, laying on the hood of a police car, then falling on the floor. Uh, right before the ambulance came, they beat him more against pepper spray him again, mm -hmm. um, and, and hit him with a baton. Um, what do you think? Um, in, in these situations, when the police, when the police falsify reports and they lie, um, uh, to protect themselves and to you know cover the truth, 
for people who's supposed to protect and serve the community, what do you think should happen for these guys? What I think should happen? Yeah. I mean that I mean that goes that goes without saying. I mean it's it's illegal to to pretty much commit perjury, you know, when you're a public servant and you're supposed to be a police officer protecting people and you're lying and you're covering things up. That's that's corruption. So what I think shit happened to these guys, it, it's it's pretty obvious. It's just, you know, they need to be subject to the maximum penalty under the law. So yeah. Yeah, it's um 31 minutes of video footage taken by the Sky Cop. Um uh, and you know the 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 scene of the brutality, um pummeling him, kicking him, pepper spraying him, him slumped on the ground. Um and you know the, the, for me the problem is it, it seems to me like these officers are getting away a little scot free. And when I what I mean by that is like let's say I go rob, you know, I go rob a CVS and I steal a couple candy bars. I, I'm looking at a felony charge, spending you know, three to four years in prison. Um, these officers are all, if I'm not mistaken, right now they're being charged with uh, second or third degree uh, murder. Um, I think it's murder. So they aren't actually getting punished. If I was to commit the same crime, I would be doing probably life in prison. These officers are probably going to do like 20, 25 years. Um, I, but I I wanted to circle back because uh, I there's something else I want to mention. But you when we was talking, we talked about uh, what people can do, and I, I gotta give a shout out to a lot of celebrities. A lot of celebrities, um, uh, uh, Nichols' parents, family members started a GoFundMe, um, and many celebrities came out uh, with support, um, donating a lot of money for the family. Uh, Tony Hawk, um, you know everybody knows who Tony Hawk is. He actually jumped in. He heard about the news and he heard about uh, uh, Terry Nichols' parents wanting to build a skate park for him. And Tony Hawk actually decided to help with the endeavor. So he's going to undertake the responsibility of helping him build the skate park in his honor. Uh, other celebrities donated five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. Madonna's manager, uh, Guy, he donated uh, you know $10,000 to help the family. Um mm-hmm. Do you think these are good things or do you think this should, uh, even though this should be commended, we're not taking away from that. We need more celebrities being outspoken on the actual issue at hand, which is police brutality um, and, and consequences that needs to happen in terms of, like you said uh, before, uh, laws, uh, policies to protect uh, civilians, let alone black people. Um, what do you think is the next step in this process? Well, <clears throat> As for celebrities, I mean, that's cool. You know, they're helping out, you know, doing using their you know financial resources to try to, you know, assist and help that particular family out, um, honor Tyree, stuff like that. I mean, that's cool. But to me personally, that's kind of like if you got a tire that needs changing, instead of getting a new tire, you're just patching up the hole, whatever it is. But the tire needs changing, you know, because that tire is not working. So. Yeah, I understand that they're that they're you know donating you know ten thousand dollars. Tony Hawk is is building a skate park in in uh Tyree's honor and stuff like that. But if you're gonna be, um, how should I say, using your status for something, I feel like they need to be using their status to promote legislation. Somebody's got to talk about it, 
and they're probably not going to talk about it because these people will probably get in trouble. But I think that's what they really need to be focused on. Not to say that what they've done isn't good or isn't positive because it is. But I just think, again, it's like when, you know, something needs changing, somebody's got to do it and someone's going to have to get their their hands dirty and probably smear their image a little bit to ask for legislation because again that's a that's a not an easy conversation to have because you're you're pushing people who have been ignoring the elephant in the room for x amount of years to face that same elephant that they don't want to face that that they've been ignoring you know what i'm saying and not every celebrity wants to stick their necks out to do that and again we don't have any real you know 100% pro black politicians out there that are lobbying for that so that's why, again, these celebrities, they're just doing things that'll make themselves look good and will do, you know, a small amount of good. But in reality, my main focus and my main concern is, OK, so how do we prevent this from happening again? That's how you do it. You know, like like I said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of having to do topics like that. And the reason why I ask you that, you know, I, I'm doing a little research on this, you know, to find out more info, because I don't want to be one of those people who talk about it one week and then forget about it the next. I actually want to keep up on this. These five officers, now, I, I wasn't going to say their name, but what the hell with it? They're all murderers. Um, these officers, Demetrius Haley, Desmond Mills Jr., Justice Smith, Emin Martin III, Tadarius Bean. These are officers. It's not, the, you know, the problem, and I've said this when we talked about George Floyd, these officers are getting reprimanded, uh, having uh, um, complaints lobbied against them, and no action has been taken. And uh, the personnel files that attained through um, the commercial appeal, uh, it shows that these officers has never been suspended or reprimanded for their failure to report when they physically use force, um, domestic violence or damaging uh, squad cruisers. I mean, these these officers already had m numerous complaints, and yet they say they face no repercussions. Just like um, uh, um, uh, uh, Siobhan. It's just you know, what do you think need, what needs to happen? Because this is not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. A lot of these officers are. You know, probably favorites in the police department, like I told you before. And, you know, I feel like if the public, the people who pay your paychecks, the people you swore to protect and serve are lobbying complaints against officers, why aren't, you know, the commission, the commissions, the people who oversee these officers are taking action? Because this all could have been prevented if these dudes were, you know, put on probation, probably had to do desk duty, uh, sent home without pay. This is this is the catalyst of what happens when officers are just roaming around, no consequences, doing whatever they want. You know, it reminds me of um, I was watching FBI Files, and it's based off the I think it was the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties. There's a bunch of uh, corrupt police officers in Florida, and they all was getting uh, had numerous complaints of sexual abuse, selling drugs, being involved with gang activity, assaulting community members. And the commission turned the blind eye. Oh, we buddies. We're going to go out drinking. My wife knows your yeah. wife and she knows your wife. And we, we're right. all just buddy, buddy. And there's no separation between personal and, and well, look, business. Look, well, here's the thing. Everything that you're talking about is synonymous with police culture. This is what they do. 
Okay, so that's so when you see these instances of police violence and police brutality against all cultures of people, but specifically black people, that's just the dark side of the moon. That's what they do. D, this isn't anything new. You know, saying since law enforcement was really established, I, you know, I'm not a historian, but let's just say as early as the very early 1900s, these are things that they were doing, period. They've been doing that for a while. Now, again, this doesn't happen to other cultures the way that it happens to black people. So you ask me, how do you fix it? Is you don't expect the commissioner and the lieutenant and the captain to do anything because they can't control what, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they can't control the, the nationwide precincts and police departments of the world. They can't control that. You have to squeeze politicians. That's, you, you know what I'm saying? You have to strike, you have to strike the, the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. That's as you get to the source. Because if you don't know where the source is, so if something is leaking, if you just keep paying attention to the fact that there's water on the ground, okay, sure, you're gonna you're gonna dry up the floor. But if you never find where the leak is at, you're gonna have a chronic problem over and over and over again until you get to the source. Some and this whole thing is going to involve somebody's hands getting dirty, and there is no one willing to do that. There's there's no one. Not one celebrity is going to stick his neck out there and do that. And then when you have again, like I kind of consider him to to be really the only, you know, one. Uh, how should I say black uh, a political figure, revolutionary activist, Dr. Umar Johnson. People don't people don't take him seriously. And then even if they did ABC, like good, good morning, America is not going to have Dr. Umar Johnson on there talking about exclusive black le legislation. They're not. They're not. You're not going to see him on CNN. You're not. You're not going to see him on Fox News. Or at least I think if he was when he had a segment with Roland Martin, you know how long ago that was. So yeah. the people that are really going to say that the, the huge platforms that where when you speak on them, you're going to be heard. They're not going to want to give you that platform. They're not. So that's why this has been such an issue for such a very long time is because it's a conversation that people don't want to have. Because then it's gonna it's gonna force you know society at large, Amer America at large, to see wow the two fifths clause is really still a thing despite the despite you know articles and you know other various sources of information claiming otherwise it's still the same thing, and then when you and and it's systematically like that. That's why they say systemic racism. It's things are the way that they are for a legitimate reason that stems back hundreds of years. There's a reason why black people are the way, the way that we've been, the way that we are. There's a reason for that. And when you try to go in there and stop something that is pretty much the foundation through which this country stands on, they're going to have a problem. That's why you see, you know, a Malcolm X died at age 39. That's why you see a Martin Luther King died at age 39. You see what I'm saying? So they right. get people, they get those types of people out of here. You don't think I'm because I'm pretty sure, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in my fucking, you know, 30s and stuff like that. I know I'm not the only one that has thought of this. Now, let's say I'm pretty sure other celebrities and let's say other public figures have said, oh, but why don't they, you know, why don't they just make laws and stuff like that? Because people have, you know, conversations behind closed doors and they talk about these things. And they don't want to risk their reputation and their platform for that. Like I'll give you an example. Sean Stockman said, um, he's a, he's a singer from voice to men. And I was watching a podcast that he did. And mind you, he's an R and B singer. And he was talking about how 
years ago in response to, you know, George Floyd and a lot of the protests and, you know, the, 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 the fake Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, in response to all of that, he would just voice his issue with a lot of the injustices that have been going on in this country. And you know what he said? He said how him just saying, yo, police killing black people is wrong, offended people that pay to go to his concerts. So if we're talking about a member of Boys to Men saying that just him him voicing his 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 distaste for you know the racial climate in this country, what do you think would happen to let's say Denzel Washington or or Kevin Hart or Eddie Murphy if they were to really stick their necks out there and then speak for their people? They can't do that. They're not going to want to do that. When you're at these 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 uh uh echelons of society and status, you got to be for everybody. You see what I'm saying? You can't, you can't just Will Smith can't come out and say, yo, I'm for my people. Cause you know what? You know what's gonna happen when he says that? If he comes out and says, Oh, I want exclusive legislation for, for black people when it comes to law enforcement. You know what his the, the other demographics of his fans are gonna say? They're gonna say, Oh, well, what about us? You're being racist, you're cutting us off. So you see where, where I'm coming from, even politicians. The same thing, the Cory Bookers of the world. I mean, I, he, he likes skin, but I, I I guess he's black. You know what I'm saying? If you were to say the same thing, you don't think there are there's going to be a portion of people who support him who are going to feel alienated about that? How Can you name me one poli- like black politician that is actually for his people? Like, I can't <laughs> I can't think of any that actually has pull. That's really, right. you know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't think of not one. Because that is the only thing we should be talking about right now is that. Because, again, we could say, oh, all right, we want justice. Send them to jail. Give them the electric chair. Put them on death row. You know, whatever. This, that, and the third. That That is just, again, mopping a wet floor. But yet you got to leak somewhere. The water's going to come right back. Because, like right. I said, this is an annual thing. This is, this, is, this is an annual thing. This happens at least once or twice a year where there, there, is, there is a there is a there is a there's an instance of police brutality in this country that goes viral and everybody starts talking about it. And then what? Okay, they, they go and get justice. And then what happens when the same thing happens again next year or, or in 2025? It defeats the purpose of everything that is going on right now. So the, right. so the thing is, you leverage all this attention that you're getting right now into making some sort of tangible change. So again, yeah, Tony Hawk can go and build a skateboard in his honor. Yeah, that's cool. But he's a white guy. He should come out and say, well, where's the the the, the legislation for black people? I don't think they're going to get that mad at him. They're going to be like, oh, well, he's white and he's saying it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what, that's what he really should be saying. Because I, I get it. Like, you know, you're going to say, well, at least they're doing something. You know, something is better than nothing. But at the same time, it's like what we talked about with LeBron James a couple of months ago. It's like, yeah, you're talking about this, but you really should be talking about that if you want to really make change. You know, I for me, I'm I'm gonna say that that whole um, the Jerry Lewis thing, this that that, that that's a drop in, in the bucket compared to this. This is something that I've thought about since I've heard about it. It hasn't left my mind. I've I'm very passionate about it because, like I said, people need to wake up, and it's unfortunate. You know, as you say, you know, a lot of people don't want to risk their reputation, right? Vi- uh, Viola Davis, amazing actress, black woman, uh, incredible queen. Um, you know, a lot of people are making articles speaking out against, uh, her not being able to, uh, when, or be invited to the, uh, I think the Grammys or something. And don't get me wrong. I do think a lot of war shows, 
are inherently racist, right? But my thing is, okay, you can write a piece about that, but you can't even put a little bit of energy towards this. And I get it. You know, when you at a certain point in your career, you got to be careful. But if you are someone that is a minority, the reality of it is some cops don't care about your money. Some cops don't care about your status. And so I, I'm not. So what are you I've, saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not following. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is I get it. They want to protect themselves, but you know how much good, how much things will progress if more black celebrities, Will Smith, Denzel at least came out because they have black sons. This could easily happen to one of their sons. This could right. happen to one of them. And, right. that's, and that's my point. It's like, I, I'm not advocating for them to stand on the front lines. I know they got too much to lose. I'm not advocating for that. But I mean, mm. when you already established, Will Smith is already bouncing back from the slap. You're telling me if he came out and, and made a statement, and this not just towards Will. I'm just using that as yeah, 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 yeah. But he he already had a controversy last year. Some people still talking about it, but he's that's already different back. though. That that's different. And I'll kind of bring it back to my second podcast episode I did almost three years ago on my channel. And I said, look, like the minute let's say Will Smith were to stick his neck out there the way that you and I are implying, that's the minute that he's going to become a martyr. And people are going to say, Oh, he wants to be an activist, he wants to be a revolutionary. He's he's this, he's that. Trust me. The minute that he like, so he already became public enemy number one, you know, when he attacked Chris Rock on stage. Now, what do you think he's going to become if he were to attack the establishment, you know, so to speak? It's a rap. It's a rap. And, and let me let me say something, too. That's not something that, you know, anybody can do, because when you when I say you become a martyr and especially if you're really about that life, you're willing to die for a cause. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's no longer about, let's say, his career accolades and his box office numbers and the movies that he does and his his book sales and all of that. And then it becomes about something much greater than yourself. And a lot of people are not willing to live for a cause that has very little to do with them specifically as an individual and everything to do with their own people and macrocosm. Not everybody's willing to do that. It takes a certain type of person who is literally kind of detaching you know, their lives from themselves and literally applying their energy to other people. Let's say Malcolm X, his life wasn't about himself. His life was about other people. And he died for that. And I'm pretty sure if you and I could like speak to him spiritually, he would say he doesn't have any regrets at all. I'm pretty sure. Why? Because again, he was a martyr and he was willing to die on that hill. Because we'd be asking celebrities to sacrifice their whole lives work. For something that, again, that because think about it. Most people, they only care about they themselves, their family, and their immediate social circle. They're That's not, true. the whole world can be burning, their whole neighborhood can be burning down, but if they're good, you think they're going to care? Probably not. So, you know, again, it's, and mind you, I don't, I don't expect them to do that. You know, I because the thing is, I don't expect them to do anything. But I also don't give them a pat on the back for doing what everybody else has done for years and years and years. It's it's just the safe thing to do. Oh, let me build, you know, a, a, a skate park and put his name on it. Let me donate $10,000 to the family. Let me just say, oh, police brutality is wrong. Let's give him justice. Yeah, th that's a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? That's a quick fix. But that's not actually going to that's not actually going to change anything. And when you don't have anybody pushing for you then nothing is ever going to happen in your favor. Think about it. You know what I'm saying? That's like if right. you go to court 
You go to court, they give you a lawyer because you have somebody that's advocating for you in that particular legal case. But in this case scenario, black people don't have anybody really pushing for them that could really do something. No, no. Other other races, they do because they have they have they themselves, they stick together and then they have foreign countries that at least, you know, will will look in their direction if something bad happens. Or if, if it's like, like I said before, consistent, constant human rights violations. Hell, yeah, they're going to get involved. Another country is going to get involved. Like I said, you don't think if Filipino people were constantly getting shot and killed by black people, Philipp the Philippines wouldn't get involved and say, yo, America, what y'all doing? You right. don't think. If South Korean people were going through it in this country or North Korean people, Japanese people, otherwise we're going through it. Their countries are going to come out and say something because they have, you know, political power, pull and, and trade to stand on. But let's say, does Nigeria ever, ever say anything? Do African countries ever say anything? Nah, they don't have anything, especially, you know, if we want to talk about, quote unquote, African-Americans, technically, you know, quote unquote. So then African-Americans don't have a sovereign, really a sovereign country, because from what I've heard, Africans don't even really relate to African-Americans. They look at them as different as far as as far as I've heard. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. I've, I've never been to Africa, so I don't know. But I know that there's like a there's like a barrier there between us and them. So we're out here on our own. And when you're asking a country that, again, has a history of atrocities against you for hundreds of years they're not going to do anything they're not going to do anything so and when you put it like that it almost becomes a point where you're beating a dead horse because let's say if i don't like you right and you come and you move in my house but i, I don't like your ass and of course i'm gonna do the like the the I'm gonna give you let's say like the bare minimum in terms of like lodging and, and resources and things like that because I don't like your ass and you in my house. So I'm just gonna give you it, it's like it's like almost like you get what you get. Right. Right? Because you can't you don't have a lot. It's like you go to jail or some shit and then you can't you you and you in the cafeteria, you can't you can't tell the I guess the food service up in there. Oh, no, I want this. They're like, yo, we don't like you. You get what you get in here. You don't get to ask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't get to ask. And then if you do, you know, make it up the ladder and you do make something of yourself, you can't you can't say anything because all of your money, consciously or not, still comes from them at the end of the day. So, yeah, Will Smith can say, oh, this, that and the third. Viola Davis can say blah, 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 blah. But who's cutting their checks? The same people, again, that don't like you are cutting their checks. And mind you, Sean Stockman said, all he said was, yo, the death of George Floyd was wrong. And you had people saying to him, you know, on Twitter, oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to come to one of your concerts ever again in life. Facts. That's, he said that. So if he said that, and he's not even a guy that, again, he's famous, he's part of a group, but he's not, again, like an A-lister celebrity, like, you know, The Rock is. So, you know, that's how, that's how it is. I'm the only one that is really saying things a certain way that is really because because it's a chess game at the end of the day. And you got to understand where you're at and where the circumstances, what the circumstances actually are. Because, again, just 100 years ago, you would not have been allowed to do a lot of the things that you do every single day, dog, 100 years ago. So. 
things haven't really changed that much between 100 years and now. And the same people that were running shit, you know, 50, 60 years ago, these are still people that have, have seats in Congress right now. Right. So you got to understand where you at. So that's why it's, it's always been a chronic problem because we are people that are residing in a country that only wanted us here a certain way. So the fact that black people are, you know, again, integrated into their society, that wasn't something that they wanted. They just acquiesced because, again, America portrays itself to be the land of the free. You could do what you want. This and the third. So if they continue doing a lot of the things that they were doing, then they, then they would look crazy to other countries, especially other countries that they were warring with. Because Nazi Germany propaganda was literally calling out America for its own racism. So how is America going to call and say that, you know, what? what Hitler was doing to the Jews, you know what I'm saying, was so bad when they were like, yo, well, y'all got the KKK and you doing all of this shit to, to people that live in your country. So how you gonna talk about us? Right. It's still the same, except we're just integrated into their society a certain way. You can make something of yourself. You can pursue a higher education. You can become a millionaire. You can, you can become a billionaire. You could do all of that. But that all of that does not give you license in their eyes to try to change this country and change the establishment. You know, I completely agree. And I, I would say this. I, the only example I would use is, you, you're 100% right, but I would say, look at, and this, this, this not. I'm not trying to compare, I'm not trying to stir up anything, but look at what the LGBT community has done in the last five years. You know, they got all these laws for them. You're seeing a lot more inclusion in, in many areas of life. They got mm -hmm. more privilege. And in some instances, then us minorities do. And that's my only thing. I'm not trying to you know, tell all these black celebrities they got to, you know, risk their careers to, 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 you know, for the front. But at the end of the day, I see myself and Tyree. I see you as Tyree. I see my brothers. I've seen, you know, other people that I associate with like that. And I think so many people, unfortunately, wait until it happens to them to speak out. And I don't want to be one of those people. And that's all I'm advocating for. If a LGBT uh, person gets, you know, murder like this, the outrage, look at what happened with Jesse Smollett. Everybody was outraged. I mean, obviously not everybody believed him, but the LGBT community riled with him. But, you know, when it comes to issues like this, it just seems like we're just not united at all. And it's like we're very individualized. And that's the point. It's like, what is the point of protesting if y'all don't really care? Uh, a lot of these people beating up, uh, hitting cops, stealing for what? Oh, because you want that new TV. You just so happen you could get away with it because of what's happening. No, right. That that's all that's how I feel because at the end of the day, I used to, you know, I used to think about my interactions with police and be like, oh, I never had trouble with them. But as I'm starting to see what's happening, mm -hmm. I, I pass by cops all the time. Just last night, I passed by like 10 cops. And I had right. to I had to just just you know, relax a little bit because I'm like, I got my hands in my pocket. I don't know what they're going to do if they yeah. see me as a threat. And yeah, 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 let me, yeah, yeah, let me just say something real quick. Um, Again, or not really again, because I'm saying this for the first time. Um, Disclaimer. So people are allowed to live whatever types of lives they want to live. Um, What people do in their personal lives, I could care less about because I'm only really focused on myself. Um. But to your point where you said that in some cases, when you really look at it and you compare black people to LGBTQ, they have a lot more pull and and they are more protected legally than black people are, which is a fact. 
Now, the United Nations has a website, UN.org, where they have what's called Agenda 2030. So by 2030, there are certain aspects or they have sustainable development goals that they hope can transform the world. And I'm going to read five of the goals. And the fifth one is going to really further my point. So goal one is no poverty. Goal two is zero hunger. Goal three is good health and well-being. Goal four is quality education. Goal five is gender equality. Now let's go into gender equality. Now it says, end all forms of discrimination against all women and girls everywhere. Now, let me ask you something. Out of, between men and women, what do LGBTQ people generally identify as between the two? Hmm. It's a simple. It's a simple question. It's a simple answer. Uh, do you see? Okay. Do you see? Or do you usually see LGBTQ people saying, "Oh, I identify as a guy"? No. Exactly. And it says, "End all forms of discrimination against all women and girls." So this is what I'm saying. Like their goal, and it and it didn't specify any particular group. Even the Black Lives Matter mission statement did not include black women, or black women was dead last, but it didn't include black girls and black elderly. You know what I'm saying? These things have happened to black women. Does anybody, does anybody, do they step up and say anything? No, we are not included in their agenda at all. That, that is a fact. So essentially when you're doing that, you're asking people to become martyrs and not everybody is willing to be that selfless. Yeah, so. it's, and the only reason why I brought up the LGBT community because you know I know everybody got different opinions, but one one of the reasons why I mentioned it was I've seen how they band together for any little thing, and they try to make things happen. I just wish we as a people, you know, I, I get it, money, power, you know, career, you don't want to risk things, but stuff like this, when when the reality of it is, unless you are a celebrity, you're not afforded certain privileges, you're not afforded certain security measures. So, you know, certain, uh, you know, uh, Denzel, Will Smith, those type of celebrities, they can afford private security. So I don't have to worry about incidents like this too often. Us, you know, regular people, um, when you walk in uh, among the streets, when you're driving your car, you, you may not, you don't have that same pull and leverage. And I, I only just wish more people spoke about it because like I said, this can happen to any one of us. I'm sure Tyreek, when he was driving, he didn't think he was about to take his last breath. I'm sure George Floyd didn't think that. I'm sure Breonna Taylor didn't think that. And I just think that certain causes we can band together for. Certain little things, eh, I, I, can, I can understand why you may not want to speak up. But, you know, when Brittany Griner was locked up in Russia, all these comedians, actors was coming out, voicing their support for her. And I, I'm, not dis I'm not saying they're wrong for that. But I haven't heard a peep about this. Uh, uh Tyree Nichols situation from any of them. I'm seeing Tony Hawk. I, I mean, it, it's mind blowing. And like I said, I'm not trying to call nobody out. I'm not telling people what to do. But just think about this: it could be your mother, it could be your brother, it could be your father, it could be the your problem husband, is wife. the problem. The problem is is that you can walk amongst thirty black people, and the lesser percentage of them would feel that way about you, meaning that there's a certain connection between you and that person. So if something happens to you, they're going to see themselves in your, in whatever your plight is. There is, and I've been saying this for a couple of years now, there's 
so much that separates us and not enough that brings us together as a people. That's right. And, you know, whether it's, it's just, it's just so much and I, and I could go, you know, down the list of things, but that's just ultimately what it is because you don't ever really see another culture, another culture of people fighting amongst themselves, arguing amongst themselves the way that black people do. I don't, I really don't see it. Like all you got to do is go on the internet and then like, you'll just notice how much we just attack one another for nothing. I don't see other people doing that. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. Cause I'm not focused on other people. I, I only see, you know, what I myself and other people are doing. And then that's, that's just the case. So, you know, and, and it's in that, that sort of vitriol, mutual vitriol amongst each other is sold to us every day with the shows that we watch. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like it, like it's it's all sectors of society. Even even like I like because I, I remember saying in the in the quick take video how I was reading about you know the Black Panther Party you know that was uh, established in the late '60s, and when you really read about them, it's just fraught with infighting the entire time. And then there's the the quote unquote new Black Panther Party, and it's just the same thing, just all infighting over differences of opinion and, and and this and that. So it's like if I got a people that's just fighting amongst themselves, it's easy for me to for me to defeat them because they're already fighting amongst themselves. So they're never gonna see me coming because they're too busy looking at each other. So right. I could just do whatever it is that I want because I, I've made them, I've subconsciously made them a warring people. You know, like I I even I even. Look at it like I remember I was telling my friend that the story of Super Saiyans and Dragon Ball Z, or not Super Saiyans, Saiyans and Dragon Ball Z literally remind me of black people. And I said Saiyans are actually closer to the story of black people than they are Asians and 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 let's say any other group of people. Because Saiyans are, I guess, I don't want to say like a naturally aggressive people, but they're they're known for like their strength and all of that. And then for whatever reason, Frieza or King Cold and Frieza were able to just to just conquer the Saiyans and then get the Saiyans to just always work for them and stay up under them. And little do they know that if they had just come together, they could easily have gotten rid of Frieza and King Cold if they want to. It's the same thing with black people. It's the same thing. But again, in, until we look at one another and recognize each other as like literally we're all black. We're all black at the end of the day because Latino people, they know that, yeah, there's Puerto Ricans, Colombians, Guatemalans, Ecuadorians, Mexicans, Spaniards, this and that. They all know they're still one people. Asians, same thing. White people, same thing. Black people, we're the only ones that it's like we have so many subcultures to who we are. And it's ridiculous. And then, and then people have the audacity to complain about what's going on. But then yet you help perpetuate these same issues. Because I dropped a video and I said, uh, the video is titled, What I Think Black People Should Take Away from the Buffalo Shooting. And the conclusion that I came to was, everything that I feel like we should be asking for, there's a certain level of reality, reality in the fact that we'll probably never get what we're asking for. Right? right. So, how do we combat that? By coming together recognizing the fact that we are all one people and trust me even if we were to do something as harmless as that powers that be are still going to sabotage they're, they're, they're still going to try to figure out a way to, to to try to just derail that any way they can because they don't want that right 
And you know, the crazy part of all about all of this, you know, another piece of information I found out about this whole case, the three MTs, uh, EMTs that were fired, two of them were black. You had uh, one of them, uh, Jermichael Sanders and Lieutenant Michelle Whitaker, you know, and there was another guy, Robert Long. Um, another case where, you know, they get to the scene uh, and it, you know the lieutenant sitting in the in the ambulance, not doing nothing. The other two guys are just standing around. He they didn't call an ambulance until thirty minutes later. He didn't get medical attention until like forty five, you know, hour later. I mean, it, this is for me. I know some people who worded it wrong, and they they I think a lot of people were saying that it's heartbreaking that black officers did it. I get what they were saying. I, me personally, I just how do you do this to people? That you've seen, we've seen George Floyd. It's not the first incident. I mean, we could go back decades, but all these high-profile cases this happened in the last ten years easily. How do I? I I'm just, I'm just mind-boggled. Like I said, I'm not here to start a war with civilians and the police. Uh, you know, get all of these black celebrities to stand stand up and risk their jobs. But I mean, at the same time. Enough is enough. Like I said, I'm sick and tired of having to have these conversations, and I, I haven't really seen much support. I, I've heard maybe a couple celebrities say they're going to pledge, and it's not celebrities you would think. Um, Man, it, ain't, it ain't no, it ain't about no money because no amount of money is really gonna is really gonna change anything. Like it, it, like it, like let's say if Tupac was still alive right now, like he would, he would actually, like he'd be the guy. That like I feel like if anybody, he would be the guy that would actually stick his neck out and start talking about. It. In fact, he was the one that was saying, "Yo, like, like police officers is a game." Like he said that in the '90s. Like he'd be the one that would actually be a martyr because he wasn't just an entertainer. That's why I say you know Tupac is the greatest rapper of all time because he was so much bigger than rap. Like he stood for something much greater than just entertainment. You see what I'm saying? Like greatness is not just measured by album sales and 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 how well you can rap and lyrics and all of that. It's about what you actually stand for. That's why Muhammad Ali was so great, because in addition to him being a, a, a boxer in the ring, he stood for something outside of the ring that was so much greater than what he could do as a boxer. That's why he's still talked about right now. It's a it's literally about. Putting a putting a spotlight and a magnifying glass to what's actually happening right now. So I'm telling people, OK. We got we got a leak. This is where it's at. No. I don't know how we're gonna plug it up, but this is where it's at. So yeah, you can mop the floor, but remember, this is where the water is coming from. So you're not constantly overworking yourself all day, every day, mopping the floor because the water is gonna come right back. I could clean it. We we could get all the justice that we want. These these officers they can go on death row. The family can get millions of dollars, and then that's not gonna protect the next Tyree Nichols or Breonna Taylor that's out there. It's not going to do that. So when people say, yeah, when is enough is enough? How can they do that? Well, you know what you do? You prevent it because they, they always, what do they say? They say, yo, the best, the best cure is prevention. It's just preventing it all together. So I'm like, how does it stop? I get it. I, to me, enough was enough years ago. Enough was enough many years ago. Now it's about what can we do to, to, you know what I'm saying? And again, don't expect celebrities to do it. Because they want to keep maintaining their lifestyle. They want to keep doing the big movies that they do. And they don't want to piss off the people that 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 cut their checks. Because, you know, ain't too many Tyler Perry's out there. And even Tyler Perry, I'm pretty sure he has to answer to somebody. 
You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, even if even if he is a billionaire, like they could cancel niggas in a minute. They can do that. They can make you look crazy. Look at because Michael Jackson was arguably again the greatest entertainer of all time. And by inflation, he was already a billionaire in the 90s, technically. Like if you look at all his career earnings and everything like that, adjusted for inflation, technically he was already a billionaire or damn near on his way to being a billionaire before the 90s was even over based on how much he was act everything like uh that encompasses name was actually worth right and look at how they did him so yeah. that's what i'm saying so it, it's gonna it's gonna take somebody who is not uh an entertainer that is not tied to some sort of profession that a that can be taken away that they don't own because celebrity status can be given and it can also be taken away and your ability to reach people nine times out of 10 is contingent on your celebrity status. So if that can be taken away, then you can't really stand on, you can't really stand for something standing on ground that could be or standing on a red carpet that could be ripped out from under you at any given moment. Cause the minute you say something that somebody don't like, they cancel you. It's like, it's like what happened? Like, Shannon Sharp couldn't even couldn't even get into it. You know, I guess I, I mean, I'm not like a, the biggest Shannon Sharp fan, but I'm saying he couldn't even get into a scuffle with the Grizzlies without having to go and apologize on national TV the next day. Because right. uh, if he wasn't apologizing in the moment, you think he was going to apologize 12 hours later? No, but he had to. Why? Because his platform can be taken away from him at any given time. That's like me. I'm a famous actor and I have all of these thoughts. But I don't want to risk my platform, right? You gotta. It's it's two things. It's like I have to, I have to say what I'm saying in like increments and just like food for thought, in a way that like remember I said if LeBron James has a problem with the fact that he was not being asked questions that he felt like he should have been asked in his press conferences, I said it'd be harmless if he were to just bring in selected media, chosen media into the equation in order to in order to improve the situation that's the same thing that i would do because it's politics is chess it's not checkers as i said checks and balances you know the, the country can't just go ahead and do something they they got to play chess they got to move certain pieces black people they have to do the same thing and it may or may not be me but that's just that's just what i would do but it takes a certain level of it, it takes a certain level of black pro-black consciousness that most of these celebrities they don't even have they don't even have because to them we're all humans and you know we're, we're all the same right but but yet we go through it in this country a certain way that we don't see other cultures of, of people other races of people go through it but we all the same though right so how come when these situations are happening how come i don't ever see and not that i want to see it but i'm like how come i don't see a, a white person or a Latino person, or an Asian person, or a Middle Eastern person. It's always us that is it's just crossing over a certain way. Right. But we all the same. Well, we are we all we're all humans. No, that that's that's not the case at all. Because 50 years ago, you and I couldn't go and use a certain bathroom. We couldn't go to a certain restaurant. We couldn't go in certain towns without getting getting heckled. Like I was watching the Bobby Brown documentary yesterday. And it was when there were there were young kids in Boston, because that's where New Edition is from. They said Boston was considered the up south. And then they were having, you know, like like uh, like bricks thrown in their school buses because they integrated their schools in the late 60s, early 70s and stuff like that. So 
it was it wasn't that long ago. So there's still there's still work that has to be done. Just because we're integrated into their society, it doesn't it doesn't mean that all right, cool, so everything is done because clearly there are still complaints that people are having. But they're not it's not gonna solve themselves. So somebody's gonna have to not even really just somebody, but there has to be organization. Because we don't have like because it's just the two-party system, Democrats and Republicans, neither of which had black people in mind when they were established. We don't have, there's no black party. There is no, you know what I'm saying? There is no no black empowerment party. There's no African party in, in America. We don't have that. Right. So it's such it's such a grander conversation that needs to be had. But if you're not, again, like if you don't have a revolutionary IQ, you don't have a black consciousness and you just think, we're all human, so you know, whatever. It, it, it's, it's, we're always going to have this conversation. It's like we'll have this conversation in six months. We'll have this conversation next year, and then the following year, and the following year, and then I'm going to keep saying the same thing over and over and over again until I get a bigger mic. And that's what it is. You're right. You know, before before God, I just want to mention. I want to give a shout out to uh, Maya Willie. She's a she's a writer for CNN, and she wrote an opinion piece. The deplorable reason Memphis police stopped Tyree Nichols and. A black woman, she goes on and she writes a beautiful detailed piece. Unfortunately, it's not beautiful in the sense that the material, but the way how she phrased everything. Now, Tyree Nicholson was killed for driving while black. Um, the real reason why he was stopped, the real the real reason why change hasn't uh occurred since the murder and, and death of George Floyd and all this stuff. And you know, to quote Tupac before we go, I, I want to say this is one of my favorite things uh from his song Life Goes On. He says this. I'm going to say in the clean version. He goes, how many brothers fell victim to the streets? Rest in peace, young. This a heaven for a G. Be a lot if I told you that I never thought of death. My, we the last ones left. Because life goes on. I always listen to that song every day. And the reason why I listen to it is not so much because it's catchy. Although that's part of the reason. But the message he has behind that song. is so many black men, so many black people are getting killed. And this goes out to all the minorities, but specifically black people, because it's just astronomical. Body cams has to stop these these killings. Um, the lack of uh, discipline for officers during these killings is is appalling. I'm sure Devin Siobhan is probably eating a, a, a cheesecake right now um, if he's still even in, in jail. Uh, you know, it, it's just an unfortunate thing. Like you said, it's one of those things where we're going to just keep talking about it. And it's unfortunate that we have to keep talking about it. We need change. The needs, the, the Congress, all these people need to be held accountable. The problem is, how do we do that? Maybe some point in the future, down the line, maybe this year, I doubt it. But some point, we will get to a place where enough is enough. Police need to be held accountable, slam them in jail consequences i mean all the, the the works laws protecting the citizens especially minorities from over policing uh you know murder over traffic stops uh there was a 26 year old recently who got shot in the head during a traffic stop because his license plate didn't match the car i mean it, it, it's disgusting it's appalling and i generally like talking about controversial topics because sometimes it's fun you know we debate back and forth ha ha laugh and get going about a day but this stuff even when we, even when I hit the, hit the end button, the conversation don't stop because it's something that tomorrow is going to happen, next week is going to happen, two months from now is going to be happening. Um, any any final thoughts? Um, I just implore people 
as always, to think critically when these things happen and realize that there's layers to life. And, you know, what it looks like is not what it is. And it's it, it goes a lot deeper than that. And the rabbit hole goes so much far, goes so much farther than what people tend to realize. And uh, if it's a chess battle, um, we're we're losing this one. And that's all I can say. Yeah, you know, all I'm going to say is, um, no, I get it. No, every individualized society and you only could take care of yourself and your family. And I just encourage anybody, especially when you get stopped by the police, record every interaction. Because even, even if it may not stop the crime, at least you have the crime on video. So they won't pull a fast one like they did on Tyree, George Floyd, and all these other victims to these heinous crimes. You know, it's time that we we, we got to stop. It's, it's too long. It's been, you know, two, three years since George Floyd and it's still happening. There needs to be an end. Um, And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. It's not just a catchy slogan. It's we need to help each other. And that's the only way we're going to get through dark times like this. Like DMX said, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up this time. We need to get up. Um, But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, rest in peace to Tyree Nicholson. Uh, my condolences to his family. Um, and, you know, just stay, uh, keep your head on the swivel, stay protected at all times, keep those cameras rolling, and be safe out there. Thank you, Dimitri, for coming on. Peace.